Check your panties. Aging Mr. Herman. Mr. Herman. This station is now the ultimate power in the universe. I'm having chest pain. So sit down, shut the fuck up, take your cock out of your hand, and listen. Joey Valentine. Heidi, 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 ho, heidi, 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 ho, heidi, 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 howdy, fat guy loves cake listeners, I am Joey Valentine, it is February 12th, 2024, 2-12-24, it's morning time, it's Monday, let's get ready for the work week, all right, I'm so excited, aren't you, <laughs> trying to slip a podcast in here for you, I got about an hour before I gotta go, so let me try and cram about half of that into your ears, thank you so much for joining me, thank you everybody, I hope you missed me, did you enjoy Will from the Dream Boys? What a life he lives, slanging that wang for dollar bells and things. We had the Super Bowl yesterday, and there's a good chance that you all watched because, hell, everybody watches the Super Bowl, whether you care or not. I didn't care about the two teams that were playing. I cared for one reason, two reasons. One, uh, that friend of mine that I've mentioned before who loves the San Francisco 49ers, even though he grew up in the Woodlands, Texas, And as a big fucking poser for supporting them, I knew if the 49ers won, I'd never hear the end of it. He'd be posed because he posts shit all year long talking shit about the Cowboys. And of course, the Cowboys do what the Cowboys do. They always fucking lose in the first round. That's what they do. And he has every right to shove it in my face because they never prove him wrong. But the 49ers, on the other hand, uh, happened to make it to the Super Bowl. And I thought, man... It is bad enough with all these fudging cowboy memes all year long, but if the 49ers win the Super Bowl, then I will never, ever, ever, I'll have to fucking unfollow him. Like, I love the guy. He's I've known him since we was eight years old, but I'd have to unfriend him until the next football season. And I, I was so glad that the 49ers, I mean, I shouldn't, like, you know, I, I shouldn't, uh, like, revel in his, in his misery. But it's just, I, I, I was like angry at him already, knowing what he was going to do if they won. And he probably still will do it anyway, like ball slipped out of hands or Jesus made me drop the ball or whatever excuse. But uh, I guess I should feel bad because I, I rooted for him, his team to lose, and I should be supportive as a friend. But fuck the 49ers, I don't care. And I didn't, I, I take so much shit as a Cowboys fan. I mean, I'm not a Cowboys fan anymore. You, you should, if you're paying attention, you know that I am no longer a Cowboys fan. I am now a Houston Texans fan only. In fact, I may become a fan of some team that has nothing to do with anything. There's not even any kind of six degrees of separation getting me to, uh, to, to the reason as to why I'm a fan. I'll just pick like fucking, maybe I'll watch Canadian football next year. You know, maybe, uh, maybe that's more fun, you know, less politics and, uh, didn't watch the halftime show. Don't even know who performed. I think, I think Usher did. I could be wrong, but here's something spectacular. Oh, my second thing about that. Why I watched the Super Bowl, not the commercials. I had so much to do last night. 
I had I have three monitors in my recording studio. So I had one monitor was me editing, one monitor was me reading the script, and one monitor was the football game. So I didn't have the sound on the football game. So even though the commercials showed, I saw there was one with Arnold Schwarzenegger and Danny DeVito. I'm sure that has to be some sort of reference to the movie Twins. And I'm sure I'm sure that someone on YouTube is going to put together a compilation of the best commercials from uh, the Super Bowl. So I'll catch up on that later. I'm not like super disappointed that I missed them or anything. Oh, super, Super Bowl, super disappointed. Uh, I, I, but I do want to see anything that Arnold Schwarzenegger, and I'm sure that Bud Light had some commercials and I know that everyone's pretty much forgiven them, which is cool, which they should, because, you know, they made a mistake. They fucked up. They suffered for it. You know, that's why, you know, when people go to prison, they get let out eventually because people are supposed to be reformed or learn their lesson or whatever, or at least do their time for the crime. Well, Bud Light's been punished enough. Enough people have probably lost their jobs because of the stupid boycott, and I think it's gone far enough. So let's all let Bud Light go back to being America's number one beer, and let's forget about the fact that they let some, you know, dude pretending to be a chick be their spokesperson or whatever. It's not a big deal. But anyway, number two reason was Taylor Swift. I wanted to see if uh, Kelsey was going to—I just had it all in my head, like Taylor— Either one of two things happens because, you know, Taylor Swift is well known for documenting her love life in her music. It's how she writes good stuff because she gets involved with a man, a famous man always, and they break up and she writes a killer fucking album that sells a gazillion copies. But see, if you aren't, if you aren't miserable, then you can't make good music. That's just part of being an artiste is that you have to suffer for your work. And if Taylor Swift is happy, then her music's going to to start to suck. I think there was actually a Family Guy episode about this very exact thing where Taylor Swift got involved with um with the son with uh Chris and she and all her songs were terrible because she was happy and in love. So he he broke up with her so that she could make good music again. I think that's exactly how the episode went. So I was thinking like if Taylor Swift if uh it, if Kelsey gets like the winning touchdown. Now the Kansas City did get a touchdown for to win the game in overtime. San Francisco scored a, a field goal, but that and with the way the overtime rules work in football, which is like super gay, is that when one team scores, the other team still has an opportunity to score as well, which really doesn't make it overtime at all because overtime means sudden death, which means Anyone who scores fucking wins, but then you have these pansy little field goal things where you can score from 60 fucking yards out. Now fans don't want to see a game ended by a field goal because it's all a matter of a coin toss at this point, whoever gets to kick at the field goal first. So you only kick the field goal in overtime when you absolutely have no other choice when it's fourth down. So San Francisco did kick a field goal. And it put the Kansas City Chiefs in a position to where they had to score. They either had to tie it to continue overtime or a touchdown would automatically win the game. Well, they did get the touchdown, which automatically won the Super Bowl, which has got to be a kick-ass feeling to be like, hey, I ran it in. We fucking won the Super Bowl. No running the clock out. No will they, won't they. No, it was a fucking sure thing. He ran it in, arms up. Kansas City Super Bowl champions. And uh, I was thinking, man, so back to my one of two things with Taylor Swift. One, Kelsey runs in the overtime winning touchdown. 
And then he proposes to Taylor Swift on live television, which I think if, I'm sure that Las Vegas was taking bets on. Like, I'm guaranteeing to you they were taking bets. Will Kelsey propose to Taylor Swift? But I don't think that. I don't know. I mean, she probably straight up told him, like, don't fucking do it. Don't. If you're thinking about it, don't. But there was a lot of, like, this had to be the highest rated Super Bowl of all time. People who don't even like football were tuning in just to watch Taylor shake her pom-poms for her boyfriend, Travis Kelsey. So the other scenario I had was that the the Kansas the Kansas the Kansas City would lose, and then Taylor Swift would break up with Travis Kelsey the following day, and then next month come out with like her best album ever, and continue to be the highest paid female in the world, and then she would move on to Elon Musk. And this is, I I know this would have, this is what would have happened and don't count it out. Okay. Hear me out. Elon Musk dated and has a child with Canadian singer Grimes. Now, most of you, even if you do know that that Elon had a child with Grimes, probably still have no fucking idea who she is. I knew who Grimes was long before she had an affair with Elon Musk because I like her music. I listened to her music. I happened to find it on, uh, see before I was with Spotify, Spotify, what was that other, um, the uh, the uh, other streaming service that's so popular. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Uh, I had random alternative tracks always playing on when I was at work because I love discovering new music. Grimes came on, and she's she's this Canadian like weirdo. She she was in college and she just made music in her room by herself, and she did all the electronic stuff, all the keyboards, the drums, all the vocals, and it's very very hauntingly eerie kick-ass music and the first song I ever heard by her i was hooked and but she has weird friends and makes weird videos and then when i heard that i thought like, elon musk is dating grimes and i was like there's no fucking way that this is the same grimes that i've been listening to for the last couple of years and sure enough and then they named their child like some weird ass morse code roman numeral name that's unpronounceable because, yeah, because Grimes and, you know, not that Elon Musk is the uh, most normal person in the world, but he is quite a fella that I happen to like. Uh, so, yeah, that's what would happen. Kelsey loses the Super Bowl with the Kansas City Chiefs. Taylor Swift breaks up with him, makes a killer album, goes on to have her first baby with Elon Musk. Uh, and then <laughs> they name it something like Tragedy uh, Musk or tragedy swift and then 20 years from now tragedy swift is a, a pop musician in her own right and she's dating like travis kelsey's love child from his fallout with taylor swift or something i mean it'd just be so fucking cool right i was thinking that it would anyway so that's your final that's your super bowl wrap up and uh here you go here's a little something <laughs> To make it sound like I officially was talking about um, <laughs> sports because, yeah, that's like the only time I'm ever going to really talk about football ever again because the Cowboys are dead to me. I will never, ever. So another cool thing that happened out of this little uh, shindig we call the Super Bowl is that Lafayette, Mr. Lafayette from Nerds Talking, the podcast, had emailed me and talked me into doing one of those little football um 
what do you call them? You know, squares, right? You know, where they put uh, all the numbers, the one of the potential numbers of the points uh, for what each team, and then you buy a square. And if your square hits, then you win. So there's one winner for each quarter. I was trying to explain it to Jen, and it's kind of weird to explain it without having like a visual, but I had my one of my squares, one of my five squares was zero, zero. So that means as long as their score ended in z- both teams score ended in zero, I was going to win. And that even includes 10, 20, 30, 40, whatever, as long as it ends in a zero. So sure enough, first quarter ends in zero, zero. And I won $125. So thank you very much, uh, Lafayette. I noticed that you did not win anything. I did. So fuck your grandma's daughter. And I, <laughs> that's your mom. Um, I won $125. Bucks. Then some other guy won twice in a row. And then another guy won. And it was really uh, just the most exciting thing ever. No, it wasn't. But it was cool to, to have won. And there was a lot of people on there and a lot of people that paid a lot of money and a lot of people that didn't win. So I was uh, lucky to get in that. I'm just whatever. Okay. So in honor of Lafayette, actually, I wanted to do something a little bit different because I was listening to some, I, I used to play nothing but music. In fact, my show used to like specifically have a song on every episode. If you go back and you listen to old fat guy loves cake episodes, I had fake commercials on every episode. I had a song on every episode. Um, there was a, I wrote so many songs about giving it to Lafayette in the ass that I could put out like a double album. And I think that they were underappreciated by the fans. I also think that they were put out at a time when I didn't have such a high fan base, but Lafayette, I don't have a copy of it now because I lost it on my old, on my laptop when it went to go for repair and they wiped it. But Lafayette and I had both done a song about each other, a rap song about each other. And he ripped me and I ripped him and it was really awesome. And I know I'm sure I can get a copy of that again from Lafayette, but I wanted to play you guys the one that I did about him and then break the lyrics down for you because I just think they're like some of the best stuff I've ever written. So if you will indulge me, Turn up your stereo and crank up the song that I wrote about Mr. Lafayette from Nerds Talking the Podcast. And uh, we'll be back right after it's done. Why you make me do this? I heard you wanna start a battle with the fat man Try to make me look gay is a nuts old massive plan Not telling everybody about my business ain't right Let me tell you about a crazy dream I had last night I see nuts all hanging out in the men's room stalls Working on each one, slurp, slurping on some balls Twenty men deep had on the long line On his knees, mouth open with a hint that he assigned Nuts running down his chin and onto his shirt I heard nuts so say Asshole. 
blister on his nozzles from gobbling all those cocks. His fist is always open if a gay man knocks. Smooth like whiskey, but cheap like Fanta. He's empty more sacks than a year-round Santa. Suck, suck, sucking on morals like Dracula. But it wasn't all that spectacular. <laughs> Don't tell me you got more. You got more? Now why you wanna make me do all of this work? Just stick to the nerds talking and the circle jerk. See, I'ma burn you down and leave you nerds in my way. Just stick to the butt stuff and me. I stick to the cake. That's in honor of uh, Lafayette and Carlos. They're both proud Mexicans. And <laughs> uh, I know that's probably going to anger them because they are not proud Mexicans. They are ashamed to be Mexican. No, they're actually from, uh, I don't know, something else. Anyway, uh, <laughs> I know where you guys are from, but I'm not going to say it because it'll drive you nuts if I do or don't. Anyway, um, so that is... I don't know. I never gave that song a name. It just says on the MP3, it just says suck, suck, sucking. <laughs> Let me call Carlos. I mean, not Carlos. I'm sorry, Carlos. I'm not going to leave you out of this. This is all about me and Lafayette. So Lafayette wrote an equally awesome song. Uh, actually way better. He's a much, much more talented rapper and his lyrics are always pretty fire, but uh, he wrote a song that was pretty fucking awesome. And, and I, I wish I had a copy of it right now, but I do not. So, Lafayette, if you're listening, why don't you email me that again? Because it got wiped off of my drive. So let me call him right now and see if uh, if if he's up. All right, let me. See. Okay, it's ringing. It's ringing. I'm over here stroking my dick. I got lotion on my dick right now. I'm just stroking my shit. Uh, okay, I guess he's busy. So we'll uh, we'll leave him alone. I had the I took that song and I ran it through this program I have that turns songs into into text. Because I couldn't remember. Anyway, I wanted to break down how awesome my lyrics are, okay? So I heard you want to start a battle with the fat man. Try to make me look gay is the Nutso master plan. Okay, Nutso is his stage name. Lafayette goes by Nutso. Uh, telling everybody about my business ain't right. Let me tell you about a crazy dream I had last night. I see Nutso hanging out in the men's room stalls. What? <laughs> Working something, uh, slurp slurping on some balls. Twenty men deep had formed a long line on his knees, mouth open with an enter here sign. <laughs> Nuts running down his chin and onto his shirt. I heard Nutso say, "That's too big. It's gonna hurt." <laughs> Dirty motherfucker, cock is all he seeks. Just ask him to bend over and he'll spread his butt cheeks. (laughs) 
Oh my god, I, I'm I'm reading. Let me you you, you guys gotta you can see this or hear this. The lyrics that the text wrote from the computer program are so fucking wrong, and I'm getting them based off of what it wrote. But they're hilariously wrong. Like it's cock is only seeds, just asking to, to bend over, and his red butt is changed. That's not even close to what it is. Twenty five feet at all the long line. Mouth open with the end of his spine. Okay, so anyway, uh, I'm the kind of guy that has a lot of class, so I'll be real gentle when I stick it in your ass. Smooth as silk, I ain't gonna be rough. All hail nutso, the king of butt stuff. Ice on his asshole, he needs some time to rest. Nutso's gonna need a break if he's gonna suck his best. Blisters on his tonsils from gobbling all those cocks. His mouth is always open if a no, his ass is always open if a gay man knocks. Smooth like smooth like whiskey, but cheap like Fanta. He's emptied more sacks than a year-round Santa. Suck, suck, sucking on butts like Dracula, but it wasn't all that spectacular. Look at the lyrics are so wrong. I read the one, the, the actual lyrics. But it's like, <laughs> you know, it's only going to be funny to me. Never mind. And then the last verse, this one, it never, like, no matter how many times I recorded it, I couldn't make it like really like have punch to it. But so I said, now, why you, why you want to make me do all of this work? Just stick to the nerds talking and the circle jerk. See, I'm going to burn you down. Leave you nerds in my wake. Just stick to the butt stuff. And me, I stick to the cake. And yeah, it's like epic, man. And uh, I don't think I ever got it across. And anyway, I just wanted you guys to have some real appreciation for that song because if you don't, there could be real repercussions. You know what I mean? Then you come to me here on the day of my daughter's wedding to ask a favor of me, Lafayette. You want me? To never stick it in your ass again. Now why should I do that, love yet? Why should I never put it in your ass again? All right, y'all. So I've got a guest coming up on February 22nd. Dr. B is going to be in the hizzy. He is a very, very accomplished musician. He's got um, like literally over a million streams of his music on SoundCloud. And he is a Grammy nominated artiste. And he wants to be on the show for some reason. <laughs> I told him that this is not his kind of show. And he said that he thought that it kind of was and that he could have some fun with it and that he didn't want to cut loose. So I'm glad to be having a man on here because whenever women get on here, I chicken out and I don't get all gross. I just don't have the, uh, the dirty motherfucker in me when there's a, a pretty little female in front of me but if i can get dr b on here maybe we could talk about balls and gops and stuff like that so he's going to be here on the 22nd or i'm going to be i'm sorry i'm recording him on the 22nd so it'll be whatever the next show is after the 22nd and i'm definitely going to have mr grant g from 
Bristol, England. Look at that. I didn't even have to think about it. I got it right. G from Off the Cuff. You guys love him from Bristol, England. He is saying, he t- he wrote me the other day and he was like, bruh, bruh. He said, I, I'll do like, his text comes to me in English and Cockney, right? He's like, bruh, I gotta get out of your show like a lot, right? You gotta put me on your show. We gotta be on there more often. You know what I'm saying, mate? Cheers. And, but no, he really did say, like, hey, we got to get me on a show more. And I'm like, yeah, I was like, gee, I told you I would have you on every fucking episode. If you could find the time dude has, we have great rapport and, uh, he's just, you know, he's fucking, he's fun to talk to man. So G was up. I know you're listening. You listen to every episode cause you're the fucking man. G, uh, text me, text me and, and remind me later today about getting you on the show. So you guys, uh, have a great work week. And thank you for tuning in to Fat Guy Loves Cake. Don't forget to check out the YouTube channel. Just put up a new video today. Some more of me watching those politically incorrect videos. Try and get on board before I'm too popular and I can't say hi to you anymore. May have to change my phone number soon. All right, guys. Hug your kitty cats. I don't give a shit about your children. And as Patrick Swayze and probably Jake Gyllenhaal soon will say, be nice. I'll see you guys on Wednesday. (laughs) 